0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So mother of all mini stories, this episode today you guys, we have five mini stories for you here right at the top. Don't ask me why, it's just one of those days. And then throughout the rest of the episode we will discuss the Fox News Sudden Settlement as well as Sudan and what all is going on there with the Outburst of violence. Let's get into it. So, first up in mini stories, The Phantom of the Opera has officially wrapped its 35 year run on Broadway. The ending was said to be very emotional, and the infamous chandelier got its own standing ovation. For our second mini story today, remember how all that rain and snowfall came in California and it's just been really crazy in terms of that this winter? Well, that combined with their now very usual sunny weather has caused a stunning outburst of wildflowers blooming throughout the state. The pictures, you guys, are absolutely juicy. I will go ahead and link that in our show notes, as well as on our website, so you guys can see these gorgeous flowers. They're truly insane, like whole valleys full of wildflowers. And next up in our mini stories, SpaceX has had to delay its Starship rocket launch due to an issue with a valve. So they have actually moved the launch date to April 20th. We'll see if it actually gets off the ground this time. And next up in many stories, Vladimir Putin was seen in Ukraine near the front lines of the war. And this comes at a time when President Zelensky is said to also be traveling around the front lines area. Awkward and definitely raising tensions even further. And lastly, our fifth mini story for today, a parking garage collapsed on Ann Street in Lower Manhattan, and unfortunately, one person did die in the collapse and five more were injured. But on top of that, cars were just crushed and stacked and stacked in this accident. So we may have more details coming out about this in the next few days, and we'll definitely keep you guys posted. It happened right before I was set to record. And that is it for mini-stories for today. And speaking of things that happened right before I was set to record, uh, the Fox News settlement kind of came out, you know, not right before I was set to record, but I'd already written about the Fox News situation because the trial got kicked off today. So. I don't know if the judge was like killing time, but things were like moving very slowly and that's something I'd noted in what I'd written. So maybe he was, you know, buying them some time to try and get the settlement done. But either way, let's go through what happened in the courtroom and then the details of the settlement that we know so far. So this case could honestly have been a Shakespearean drama at this point. At the very start of the trial, you know, with the courtroom packed full of media members and attorneys, that's when an alternate jury member threw up their hand and shouted, quote, I can't do this. I can't do this. End quote. So apparently they were quickly let go as an alternate, but getting everything off to a very dramatic start. The judge then notified the lawyers that they would have a pretty long leash when it came to opening statements. He also told the jury that they were not to discuss this case or watch any news coverage of the proceedings for the duration of the trial, which would have been tough because it was set to be a six-week-long ordeal. The judge also had to kick someone out of the courtroom before lunch for sneaking photos. So people are already, you know, up to their usual tricks. But opening statements didn't actually begin until after lunch. The Fox News attorneys seemed to be arguing that Fox was simply covering newsworthy claims being made very publicly about Dominion, not that they were asserting those claims as the truth. However, that is going to come down to wording and how they presented the information to their audience. Dominion will argue that Fox did misconstrue these rumors as truth and very much to their detriment, disparaging Dominion's work dishonestly and costing them millions and millions in damages. The judge has already ruled that these claims were, in fact, false. So that's not even up for debate. These things are untrue. But what the jury would have had to decide is whether or not Fox understood that the claims were false when they broadcast to them to their audience. Basically, whether Fox News acted with, quote, actual malice, end quote. That is kind of the burden that the prosecutors are tasked with. They have to prove that Fox knowingly hurt Dominion by spreading these lies about them. That's why these internal emails from Fox News are so relevant. They point out Fox's knowledge of the facts ahead of time and what their intentions were in continuing to spread these falsehoods about Dominion and the presidential election generally. Dominion's lawyers will try to say that Fox News spread these lies for profit, that they made money off of viewers who wanted to hear these lies presented as facts. So Fox indulged these viewers for profit, all while knowing there was no proof that these claims were true. And again... That's what they would have argued should the trial have played out. But very dramatically, just as things were starting to heat up in the courtroom and just before I went to record this episode, Fox News agreed to settle with Dominion for a jaw-dropping $787.5 $787.5 million. And while that is an enormous total, it's still a lot less than the $1.6 billion that they were asking for. However, it's thought that this amount is likely much higher than what they would have gotten from the trial because even if, you know, Fox News was found guilty of this, it'd be hard to prove that they'd lost out on that figure, $1.6 billion, in the time since the election. So that would have been what they'd have to prove. So they really did probably win out with this total of $787.5 million. The jury was dismissed, and Fox News was spared a lot of drama and saved a lot of face Will Dominion, though, get that public apology that they were looking for? If you guys listened to yesterday's yesterday's episode, that was part of their terms. They wanted an apology that would match sort of the the falsehoods that were put out there by Fox News. So that part kind of remains to be seen. But more details are likely to come out soon about this settlement. So stay tuned. And that's it on Fox News for today. And now we will head over to Sudan. I do want to issue a content warning. This story involves war and rape. About five days ago in Sudan, violence broke out. And in case you didn't already know, Sudan is a place with a very violent past. Genocide has occurred there. So what exactly is happening now? Let's break it down. So basically, this story is a revolutionary tale gone wrong. About four years ago, there was a revolution in Sudan that really put the power in the hands of the people, ousting a corrupt leader, President Bashir. Well, now, today, the military is kind of split down the middle. The actual Sudanese army is on one side and a paramilitary group called the Rapid Support Forces, or RSF, are on the other side. They used to work together in support of the country of Sudan, but now they are siding with two different leaders, and the Sudanese people are caught in the crossfire. This is not a situation that happened overnight. It's important to note experts have been warning of these tensions rising between the two groups since 2022. These two groups have worked together to oust, again, the the corrupt President Bashir. But since then, there was actually this peaceful sit-in that was protesting in front of the military headquarters. And the RSF literally killed hundreds of those peaceful protesters and is said to have raped dozens more. The name of the army's leader is Buhran, and the leader of the paramilitary RSF group is Hemeti and he's considered a warlord. These two have been butting heads for a while now, and it's finally come to a breaking point. So in the current situation though, in the past five days, the conflict between the RSF and the Sudanese army has left 56 people dead and honestly, the Sudanese people are just ducking for cover. Everyone is sheltering in place amid the booms of gunfire. In the streets, it's said that men in plain clothes are carrying machine guns and just roaming around terrifying civilians. What's more, it's really hard to get reliable information out about the conflict right now. Fake news is flying and one side seemed to be declaring a ceasefire and then the other side felt that they were trying to fake them out and it's really gotten messy and hard to tell what's really happening minute to minute. The international community at large is calling for a true ceasefire and for these two sides to come to the negotiating table to work things out. On top of all this, civilians in Sudan are still asking for or demanding justice for all the sit-in victims that died at the hands of the RSF. There really hasn't been an actual investigation. They want democracy A civilian-led government. They want peace. Simple peace. But it is hard to remember that while things are very bleak right now, revolution can sometimes look like this. It can sometimes take time and usually has to come in waves. Each ripple carrying people closer to true democracy. Let's hope for the Sudanese people, though, that it gets here sooner rather than later. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, You can kill a revolutionary, but you can never kill a revolution. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news de jour but the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from.